Here at The Brighter Ministry, we want to liberate, encourage, and bless you on your journey. But nothing we share here is meant to be medical advice. Please find the care of your own local health care providers to guide you in your decision making. So you may or may not have gospel hope, and you're staring into the face of a deep pit called depression. What now? (laughs) What can you practically do to manage and move through this with grace? Today, we're going to share our best practical tips for walking through this with you. In this world, we face hard things. For some of us, the hardest stuff exists within ourselves, as we or someone we know grapples with mental illness. We believe there's great hope and power in the gospel of Christ, and that this hope and power can defeat all darkness, even the most eluding and treacherous kinds. If you've ever wondered where God could be in all of the loneliness, confusion, and difficulty, stick around. Here, we share practical and spiritual truths from the Bible and our own lives to help you navigate through whatever you may be facing. We believe that wherever you are in your journey, Jesus can make it brighter. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Brighter Podcast. My name is Laura, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Steph. Hey. So today we wanted to spend some time talking about practical tips for depression uh, when you might be feeling like you're in that pit. We'll also share like a bit of some personal experiences where we've both experienced depression. Yeah, I think um, if you're not familiar with us, our podcast here is mostly about the gospel and like bringing all these mental health issues into the context of the reality of God. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's really encouraging and really it helps frame our perspective. But sometimes it also is helpful just to have someone day-to-day practical like this is what you actually do and this is how you can actually like live that out yeah Um, and I think especially I I, we've been referring to it like you and me Laura as the pit and we're we're (laughs) the pit it's because when you're when you're in an episode of depression you know in those really really dark times you know sometimes they're kind of moderate or mild but especially in those really dark days it does feel like you're in a pit yeah you're kind of like hello where am I yeah you're trying to look up and you can't yeah you really do need some practical help at that point because it's it's amazing that God's presence is with you there and you're not alone Mm -hmm. and you know you can accept God's grace for you but at the end of the day you have to actually live out your your whole day. Yeah, you have to <laughs> you have to going. do something you have to do something with your time and yourself uh to move forward through that. So uh thankfully Laura and Laura and I even we were just praying like just a minute ago, like just thank you God that you've been with each of us on all of those so, days. So many, so many days. different days <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. I think before we share, like we'll give our own practical tips and kind of our perspectives and some encouragement for you if you're listening to this and that's where you are. Um but maybe Laura, do you want to share kind of like just a little bit about your story. We've each shared a little bit before, but just so people kind of know where we're coming from as we're sharing these tips. Yeah. So as far as depression goes, I would say I've experienced depression from quite a young age, as young as I can really remember. 
but didn't get a diagnosis until I was about 15. But uh, I can certainly remember times in high school where I was just really off uh, and knowing like what I know now about mental health and mental illness. Uh, yeah, those definitely were depressive episodes. So I've had depressive episodes that would last months at a time. And then I might even have like a year of stability. And and I can remember times where I'm like, oh, I've, I don't think I have depression anymore. I'm probably healed and again I've been on meds for I guess 10 years now then remembering like oh but I am on meds so that is probably contributing are we helping yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I'm not really sure what I would be like without meds which is interesting to think because I still do have depressive episodes now at the, mm. last year at the beginning and even before my pregnancy um, there was a few months and before the pandemic started I had like quite a prolonged episode for the first time in probably a few years wow. but then I've also all have even just last week I had one day where I was like really in the pit I felt like but then day before and day after I was Fine. out of the pit I was okay mm. so yeah, it, they can hit me kind of just really out of nowhere. And, and sometimes they're, uh, they feel like they go on for forever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so, yes, similar in some ways. Um, started experiencing pretty classic depression mm-hmm. symptoms and everything from like a, like a really young age, yeah. even in childhood. I can, yeah. I can vividly remember some of the thoughts I was having and, and uh, not wanting to get out of bed and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And yeah, just being really sad yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, into teenagehood, it didn't really fully develop into episodes, I would say, until like mid-teens. Yeah. And at that point, it wasn't clear enough what was going on. Being a teenager is really hard. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening to this and you're a teenager solidarity to you because being a teenager is really hard it's It's a really formative time of your life we could talk a whole episode about teenagehood we probably will at some point especially because both of us sounds like that was where it was a rocky it's a rocky time yeah Yeah. but I think um you know for me with bipolar I don't know how different it is because I have never not had bipolar I guess Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's a rolling I roll into a depressive episode where it's kind of a slow progression downward um, or regression, I guess you could say. Uh, And then there's other times when I have that classic spike of hypomania or mania and then a very, very sharp and distinct drop down. Mm. Uh, And those are, I would say, a lot worse. But in some ways are easier to manage because I can recognize it more. Right. Cause you go from like, it's such a drastic change. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we, I think at some point, if, if you guys are interested, let us know on Instagram, but we can always do an episode on bipolar. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's where my experience is. But with bipolar, there are two sides of the coin yep. in a way. So I do have a lot of experience with depression, just like yourself. Like I've had episodes that were months long yep. and other episodes that were shorter and easier to manage. And I've had lots of episodes kind of in the, in the in midst between. of them 
like peak in crisis and hospitalization and stuff. So yeah, we've definitely each had a lot of these days. Um, and so if you're listening and you're having one of those days or one of those years where we've been there and, yeah. and it's really hard. So, and just because we're on the other side of, we're each on the other side of some level of an episode at this point, whether mm-hmm. it was recently or a long time ago, it doesn't change the fact that they're really hard. And sometimes they come on yeah. without any prompting from yourself or sometimes they they really just take a life of their own and it feels like a wave just coming at you yeah. so yeah we're, we're here for you and we're going to share kind of what's helped us so I think if we want to get started with the tips the first thing that has helped me the most is separating long-term and short-term practical ways to deal and cope and for me the greatest power has come with acceptance and on the day when I was the days when I've been in like the darkest place accepting where I was at gave me the most power because it allowed me to to take the next step forward because I think if we if we just spend that time wishing and wanting and imagining and really recognizing the huge gap between where, where we are we've been where, where we've we, been yeah. our best days or whatever and our current spot like we're not going to be able to make that no. jump in a day it's, typically and it feels just hopeless like I'm never gonna get there yeah and and it feels like that because we're making that huge comparison yeah whereas to get to that other place it takes one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And so it takes just doing the next right thing yeah. in the same right direction over and over again, those small steps over and over yeah. until we reach that point. And, and if you're listening to this, you will reach that point. Yeah, you, you will get, get out of this. That's something that always feels so untrue on those days. Oh, and totally. And like I said at the beginning, last week I had a weird hiccup day. Day before, day after, completely fine. But that one particular day, I was like, I feel so low. This is just who I am. Even though it was just feels a, permanent. It yeah. feels so permanent. Even though you're like the day before I was totally fine. I had a great day. And now it's like I can't even see the rest of my life at this point. Like the, mm. I am so deep in this pit. And but then all of a sudden the clouds lift and you're OK. And it it just makes no sense. Sometimes. But yeah. In the moment that's you're just stuck. And so. Yeah. How do you navigate through being stuck? Yeah. So I think, you know, taking those right steps over and over again for a very, very long time, like years or months or weeks Mm -hmm. can create that transformation. Kind of like those perspective changes, um, our understanding of God in our circumstances, our understanding of who he loves us to be and Mm. who he made us to be, you know, growing and learning in those things is a long-term transformation. And even like lots of cognitive stuff, like our thought patterns and how we like lies that we might believe about ourselves working on those things. Like I'm not good enough or I'm a burden to people or I'm, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I'm never going to get out of this or my life is meaningless. Those kind of lies and those stories that we tell ourselves, sometimes those can be like really lifelong stories that we pick up along the way and we kind of build a case for them. And so working on stuff like that is long term and will have a huge impact on your ability to like really manage through those waves. And challenge challenge them when they 
Yeah, challenge. Yeah, exactly. Like challenge the hard thoughts and those wrong thoughts when you start having them. But certainly that transformation can't really take place in one day. I just want to encourage you, like if you're listening to this and you feel like, like you really just are so overwhelmed. Let's share some of the day-to-day stuff that you can do today. And those long-term things um, can be something that we we talk about again at the end. What can you do today? What did you do that day last week that helped? Yeah. Well, it's so hard sometimes to reflect on what those days were like because you're just not present. You're not yourself. But I still did my regular routine of getting up, having my my oatmeal and my coffee. So eating something. Eating real food. Real food. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't great at eating a lot of the day, but then later on I made toast and peanut butter. Eventually I got dressed. It was like way late in the day, but eventually I did it. Everything felt super heavy, but doing that next, okay, I could have easily sat there all day and ignored everything, but pushed myself to do little tiny things. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes it is just pushing ourselves to do that one next thing mm-hmm. and not trying to take it all on and, and have this big productive day. Yeah. Like, so now we're talking about physical stuff, you mm-hmm. know, getting out of bed, uh, you know, turning the light on or opening up the window, like really little things that yeah. can have a huge power for the space we're in and our physical bodies, you know, brushing your teeth, looking in the mirror. I know for myself, I just kind of stop looking in the mirror altogether. Yeah. I was going to say, Oh, that's something I can't do. Well, yeah. And it's not even something I I'm, I'm like actively thinking, I don't want to look in the mirror. I just don't. Cause I, I'm not making eye contact with other people Mm -hmm. on those days either. And I'm not making eye contact with myself in the mirror and I'm not looking up to check how, how I look, look and, and to just and to straighten care. out my clothes or to straighten out my hair or to to wash my face or I just don't I don't think of it and mm-hmm. so I think sometimes actively just picking that next physical thing to take care of mm-hmm. and doing it um, and really just letting that be an accomplishment in itself yeah. and just saying no I'm I'm I brushed my teeth I took a shower or I changed my clothes and I I moved that pile off the floor into the basket mm-hmm. uh, and doing these these little steps one thing and, at a time and acknowledging that's that's okay and that is an achievement yep. for where you're at today yeah and it's it's actually great like yeah you, you did something yeah I I did it like I I moved that th- I'm I made my bed and my, now my and, bed is made. And <laughs> like, it could be even like two or three of these things in the entire day. We're not saying like yeah. do all of these little tiny things. Like sometimes it's as simple as, yeah, you got up, you got out of bre- bed, you brush your teeth, and then you move to the couch yep. for the rest of the day. That's yeah. an achievement, honestly. You did yep. better than just sit staying in bed all day yeah I know for myself uh when I am having those harder days imagining cooking a full dinner for my family is really overwhelming and so I give myself permission to just cut up some peppers and cucumbers serve it with like eggs and toast or even you know chicken nuggets because people have to eat in my family and that's the food that's the food I can can, that's the food I can make with the way I'm doing that day and I just give myself permission just to just to do the thing that needs to be done Mm -hmm. and not fuss over it and not make it into my 
personal gold standard yeah. and compare it to that. Yes. Because today the goal is just to continue to move through my day. Get and, through. And do each thing as it comes and not let it completely wash over me yeah. and drown me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So instead of making a snack for my kids, I'll make a smoothie and crackers or something like that you know like I and that might if your mom listening to this you might be like well, that's so offensive that you would just change what you give your kids but the truth is I'm still caring for my children yes. I'm still caring for myself and I'm doing the best that I can and that looks different today than yeah. other days when I make it's everything from every scratch day. and my cast iron pan and yeah. you know, like it's it's just a different day yeah <laughs> And then let's talk about like mentally and relationally what we can do that's little that mm -hmm. might get someone. Yeah. So I forward. suggest always trying to tell at least one person if you can. Uh, that could be your spouse, a friend, your parents. Uh, even if you feel like you don't have anyone calling a crisis line, if you are able to do that, this just helps give a sense of relief, even if you feel like you don't need it, but it can be huge um, and it can open an opportunity to talk. You don't have to talk. And it also can give that person an idea of where you're coming from and know to give you a bit more grace, especially if it's someone that you live with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I think of, um, you know, a practical tip for someone who doesn't have anyone like that, maybe to, uh, to leave your space, like go for a walk. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're if you're living with people who have previously really been hard on you for yeah. having a hard day, maybe instead of talking to them, you just go for a walk. Yeah, if it's someone that's not going to be supportive, then it's probably best not to share that with them. Yeah, uh, it's only going to get you feeling more down. Yeah, I think usually on my hardest days spiritually, I try to find one thing. Not all the things, because it's easy to be like, my mind is a mess and I can't clean it all up right now. Yeah. But I try to find one thing that I'm believing that's not true that day. Mm. So like I can think of a day recently. I wasn't having an episode. I was just kind of slowly rolling into a bad mood that was had the potential to become something. Mm -hmm. And uh, everything felt really hard this day. And I was in a really uncomfortable circumstance. And there's lots of people I was interacting with throughout the day and I realized about halfway through the day that I was kind of blaming everyone around me for mm. how I was feeling like oh I'm I'm feeling so frustrated and so down because so and so you know made my morning messed up mm. or they changed the plans and and now I'm like not able to cope like I, I was and kind of telling myself fault. that yeah I was like it's their fault and I'm blaming us on them okay. and halfway through the day when I recognized that then I was able to take that that back and change that narrative mm -hmm. and realize you know I gave away my morning to a bad mood mm -hmm. you know and sometimes that is something we do sometimes it's not something we do but I had done it that day I had given away my morning to a bad mood and I was letting everything be more powerful than me yeah yeah like just just choosing not to not to take ownership of my own thoughts and feelings yeah and just pretending that kind of it was everybody else's fault yeah 
So that was one thing that I, I just thought, what's the one thing I'm believing? Is there one thing I can try and pin down? Challenge. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe if you're thinking, you know, what, like one of those other narratives that we mentioned, you know, this is not going to get better. If that's something that you're believing today, well, that's going to keep you really down. Yeah. You know, if you can just admit, I, right now I really feel like this is not going to get any better, but I know based on history in my life this actually does usually get better and I can I can try and stop believing that today Mm -hmm. and this will get better soon today maybe not maybe tomorrow but soon it will get better at least a little bit at a time yeah and trying to change some of those beliefs that we have that just on the day really do push us down help suck life out of you almost yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah another thing I would also say is trying to find at least one thing to be thankful for that can be as simple as I'm thankful that it's sunny outside or I'm thankful that I was able to have my oatmeal and my coffee like very simple things and just helping to tweak as slightly as you can your mind frame on on the good yeah or i'm thankful for uh eva cassidy or whoever your favorite artist is that you're listening to that day or i'm thankful for steph and laura on the bride (laughs) podcast (laughs) that's a joke but but really though you know just to like you said just to look around you even in the physical if not the spiritual and just to start somewhere and thank god for that thing because you know it says in james every good and perfect gift comes from the father and paul advises us to think on things that are you know lovely pure good yeah yeah it does produce a fruit especially when we do it over and over and over Mm -hmm. again for days at a time or years at a time um it really makes that space in our minds where we practice naturally thinking of those things yeah um because it's easy to ruminate on everything else oh yeah uh, we, were talk- we were talking about that today. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing that yesterday and we were talking about it this morning before recording is just like just paying attention to all of the things that are not from God and yeah. just letting those things take up all the space in our minds. Ugh. Talk well, about throwing a heavy blanket on you. Yeah, it's well, of course you're going to feel like garbage because you're meditating on garbage. On yep. <laughs> yeah, you're, You've picked up the garbage from the world around and you. And you're just wearing it. And you're just, or you're chomping on it and, and you're thinking, wow, this tastes so bad in my mouth and it just, everything's bad. Well, spit it out. <laughs> Give it back to God. Yes. He's the one who's supposed to be carrying that burden. Uh, you know, you can acknowledge it's there, but you don't have to meditate on it. You no. don't have to chew yeah. on it like yeah. I did. You know, I I wasted a whole evening. Just, and then how did you feel at the end? Oh my gosh, I felt like garbage. Yeah. And you bet that I was so much more vulnerable to sin. Feeling and, those like dark thoughts. Yeah, and anger or um, just feeling like separated from God and others and you know, it's just not a place that God desires for us. He no. he didn't make us to dwell in those spaces of well of sin and, no. and of I mean he created us to live in a a garden with him. I was going to say again we go back to that he he didn't intend for this world to be the way it is. Yeah. Adam and Eve introduced sin. We continue to sin. That's right. So while we face the consequences of sin, we can still 
receive the goodness and the the love of God, especially through his son, Jesus, who took the weight and the burden of all of these things upon himself. And if today you do need these practical tips and uh, you're listening, also know, you know, something that's so practical in the spirit is that these burdens are not yours to carry. And God desires to lift these off of you and he can do that. And, and if you don't believe that, pray for faith. You know, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the faith to pray for anything, just pray for more faith. Just say, God, help my unbelief. I want to believe that you can lift me up from this. Mm -hmm. Um, He really, really can. And whether it is that he miraculously takes you out of that space or he meets you in that space and walks you delicately and and lovingly through every step Mm -hmm. uh god is with you no matter what yeah amen yeah that's great yeah um so we did talk about going back to those long-term uh transformative things but i think we'll wrap it up there today and we're gonna share some scripture uh check out instagram today we're gonna have some freebies for you on instagram to download and print off um, some scripture that will encourage you and i'm thinking of putting together some like backgrounds for your phone if that would encourage you you can find those on instagram and Mm -hmm. uh and we hope that that blesses you and in the meantime like no god loves you jesus really can make this day brighter yeah he's with you he'll deliver you out of this all right we'll talk to you guys next week